a regular read of the latest LGBT plus trends, TV, and the ever-expanding world of drag. Hello there, I'm the Velvet Snatch, and we're here at another delightful episode of the Girl Podcast. Joining me, as usual, is of course Thought Stew. Say hello, Thought Stew. Hello, Thought Stew. <laughs> and Jim Bunny Glenn. How are you doing? Hola, hola. Yeah. Good. Alive. Oh, oh, oh little kitten. He's just like, no, it's all right. I'll pull through. Yeah. You are very And tired. for two pounds a month, you can give me some energy. I'll send you my peer, pal. Surely you're getting more than two pounds a month. You're a terrible uh, bottom if you're only getting two. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I was going to lead that to feet pics. <laughs> oh, that's right. I was going to make a comment about dry January, but let's move on. Uh, hello, and we are joined by two extra special guests today. We have the winner of Oh the Girl Award, which we presented for the first time ever at DragCon UK 2024. And of course, the person who nominated them, the wonderful Charcuterie. How are you doing, Charcuterie? I am grand. I'm I'm having a lovely time. I'm gonna try and bring extra energy. Because I'm, I'm, I'm in a bit of a slump as well, but I took a caffeine pill about five minutes ago, so it'll kick in soon. Oh, it's all popping. Sharing. <laughs> Caring. Give, please. And, as I mentioned before, the aforementioned winner of said award, the fabulous Colchester's own Tracy Paper. How are you doing? Hey, up. Yeah, I'm all right. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's lovely to see you all. And thank <laughs> you for my award. So it's looking lovely on me on my fireplace. Thank you so much. <laughs> is it propping anything it up? Is it? <laughs> uh, no, it's, it's all on its own because it, it deserves to be on its own, and uh, yeah, with like lights all around it, it's uh, it looks glorious. Yeah, we. I, I think what we when we were choosing like what award, what type of award to go for, we were kind of going. We want something where it's heavy enough that you can defend yourself with it, but also yeah. looks aesthetically pleasing. So it feels like um, something that would be used in an episode of Murder She Wrote. <laughs> I was thinking EastEnders. Yeah, I, I, so I can see an EastEnders murder. I can see that. I know. Sorry, I'm old. What, what soap would be titled the Colchester version of EastEnders, though? Chaps and Squaddies. There we go. It sounds like Midsummer Murders, the Colchester, the Colchester oh, killings. Absolutely. <laughs> Ooh, I've um, watched that. It, it was Tracy in the nightclub with the Girl Award. <laughs> <laughs> I don't go to nightclubs anymore. Too old. <laughs> but yeah, so tell us a bit more about the two of you, because the wonderful thing about this competition that we did, like the Oh the Girl Award, is that we opened it up to the community to basically vote for who they nominate who they thought uh had served the lgbtqi plus community and also vote for them and i always get annoyed with all of the these online competitions because a lot of the time they're online talent competitions that are judged by popularity and you're like how do you do that whereas for this we're basically going hey if you're really popular and, you know, loads of people nominate you, then it basically means you're the person we're looking for, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. Well, I think, I, think it's, I think it's fair to say that, obviously, Tracy wouldn't, you, you'd agree, wouldn't be winning a talent competition. So I think it's lovely that we've acknowledged, <laughs> um, acknowledged the hard work that she's done instead. Um, but yeah, I, I know what you mean in terms of, in terms of, like, 
the thing that I I was saying to I, I remember speaking to you on the day when when I sort of collected it for Tracy. I'm just a I'm a glorified postie, really. What was, and not what a was thief. lovely? Not a thief. No, I did give it over. <laughs> um, it's nice that sort of, for lack of a better term, local drag artists were on this same ballot. Were on mm. the same list because everyone who has this national platform started out locally. They all started in their in their hometown scene before moving somewhere else, mm. with the exception of Scaredy Cat from season one, obviously, <laughs> whose <laughs> who's first gig was, boom, I'll go straight on Drag Race. But everyone else starts mm. out cutting their teeth locally and, and, and trying to build up the community. So Grace is perfect. Yes. Thank you. Honestly, it was it, it really surprised me, and I was honestly dead chuffed uh, just to be in the in that group of people. That little old me at the end really scrolling through. I didn't expect that at all. So, um, yeah, and then to actually receive it, it's it's really meant so much. It's made it really warm and fuzzy because I know it's I know that it's the community that's voted for for me. So um and that means a lot to me because I love I love our community here in Colchester. It is really thriving and, and beautiful and supportive and full of really amazing people. Um it's a wonderful place to, to be actually at the moment, it's uh, Colchester in terms of being being part of the queer community here. Um yeah, and just to know that that um that people give a shit enough to vote for me, it's just like a, yeah, it's a really lovely feeling. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm dead dead grateful, and thank you for um well first of all thanks Shaf for putting forward. Uh, me and Shaf started drag kind of at the same time, didn't we? So we've been on this bonkers journey together for the last few years. So um yeah, it means a lot. Thank you, and and thank you you guys for putting it on in the first place because. Um, honestly, it's, it's started the year on such a high for me. I'm I'm, I'm dead chuffed. I, I feel so like positive and like energized by it. It's mm. just been a really lovely thing to happen. So thank you. Yeah, it's downhill nice. from here, isn't it? Yeah, it's downhill from here. <laughs> to be yeah. fair, you are the first winner of the award. So is there like an extra special feeling around being the very first one? It means a lot. It it really does. I mean, if you um yeah, if if um, I hope it, it keeps going year after year and I hope that it's always going to as you were saying include, you know, the the local artists who um who are out there trying to like build the communities in their local areas. I'm so chuffed. I'm hoping that there's some sort of big ceremony next year where I hand something over. Or, is that is that going to happen? Uh, you have to that? turn up to oh. fucking drag con. Yeah. Come to drag con. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if we had to do it was using boxing. charcuterie as a proxy again. So we're literally like, yeah. it's just with these Chinese year. whispers of hand the award to charcuterie. And the I'm probably available. Forever the bridesmaid and never the bride. <laughs> You'll have to start charging what the Royal Mail do and be less efficient like them. (laughs) Also needs to take a lot of the credit for building the scene here in Colchester along with other artists as well. But Charles has been really instrumental in making this such a fabulous uh, queer place to live and and for all this amazing drag to be happening uh, locally. I just, Um, I I agree. I thought it would look bad if I nominated myself though. I was in the spirit of it. Humble to the last, you are. <laughs> I, I, I do actually love the fact of it, because obviously, you know, the spectrum of people who were in the competition was really interesting, because we had, like, people nominated like Danny Beard and Cheddar Gorgeous, like, huge yeah. people who have been on TV and whatnot. And then we did have some people nominating themselves, and I don't know if they went in the running, Stu, I, but it's no. this idea of, like, 
I yeah, or basically I was not involved in a lot of the early process. I just saw like when the stats were coming in later and I was like, oh cool, there are finalists, great. But it's this idea of just like people did nominate themselves. And as someone who like tries to be a bit sort of like understated, I'm a bit like no. I nice kind try, of, yeah. but I, yeah, I appreciate yeah. it. But... <laughs> might... Put it in the small Anyone... print next year. Don't vote for yourself because you will not get through. <laughs> well, like, if, well, if you do not know anyone that you can put forward to nominate, you you probably aren't going to win this award. You know, it's like you there is that aren't that you know well respected. You know, for me, a big part of it was the people who put themselves forward didn't give a reason for it. So it's not that they couldn't nominate themselves because by all means, if Tracy had nominated Tracy for those reasons, I would have put that forward. The problem is the people who said, oh yeah, me, didn't give any value to it. They were just like, I would like to win an award. Like, yeah, but why? What have you done for the community? That award would look nice on me. Yeah, but what have you done for the community? Ah, I would look good in the community with the award, yes. Gotta love and try it. <laughs> no, but you know... I mean, give me a good reason. I'm all for self-promotion. If you can't love yourself, who the hell are you going to love? But if you're going to win an award for helping the community, you need to tell me why. And that's all I ask. Yeah. All I ask. Um, but yeah, it was it was good because like, I obviously I handled the nominations. Uh, I can't take credit for the overall idea. It was initially Glenn's idea. Uh, we just expanded on it. Um, and then because I'm usually the slightly more organized one of the three of us somehow, God knows how. <laughs> Um, I set up all the nominations and stuff. So it was down to me. I basically took it upon myself to take all the nominations and put it down to a 10. And it was the 10 for me, as you'll see during the process, with the good reasons, you know. No one on there um, was on there because they just wanted to look cute with an award. It was, mm. I've done this, they've done this, you know, these are the contributions. So, and I, I liked it. I liked that we did get a mix as well. Uh, like you said, we've got some off the telly, some that have been on the telly a bit longer. Um, you know, we've got a mixture of different kinds of artists as well. So yeah. I really enjoyed it personally. And the amount of bloody votes that came in was unexpected as well. Because <laughs> obviously yeah. it was brand new. Like we'd never done it before. And the, the absolute response for it was just wild so we will definitely be doing it next year as well <laughs> that's great i'm glad it was such a big success and like you say those the other artists were just that's such a lovely group of a mix of people and and styles of drag as well which is always something lovely to see isn't it and stuff like this is um that everyone's been represented and and uh different styles of drag have been shown which i love we had like over 1500 votes was it around that higher than that's true 2000 2000 votes and what percentage was Tracy's too? <laughs> she got about sixty-five percent of the votes. Oh wow! Are you? Oh, really? Are you surprised? Yeah, we. Are you surprised that that was the level of support you received? I, I did see a pie yeah, chart of it, and I it made me hungry. That's basically like how many, <laughs> you know, yeah. how much of a percentage you had. Years don't do maths, no, but whatever sixty-five percent of two thousand is is how many people love you, Tracy? Like one thousand two hundred and forty, roughly. Oh wow! <laughs> like that's around that. <laughs> Without that doesn't checking. even reflect in my Instagram followers. That makes no sense. It's <laughs> reflecting ours either. That's so lovely to hear. Thank you. It was. It was. It was impressive. I mean, big shout out to everyone that was nominated. I feel like just in case, absolutely aware. Give them all a quick shout out. So we had Billy J Mills, mm-hmm. naturally. Icon. We had Cherry Gorgeous, obviously that was more telly based. Uh, we had Davina De Campo, which is more a standing thing. 
uh, Lady Bushra, who was just smashing it. Lawrence Cheney, for obvious reasons, more recently. <laughs> like uh, <getting laughs> mild stance against uh, mild stance, shitty injustice. Yeah. <laughs> against a certain... <clears throat> we'll not talk about them. They don't deserve the airtime. We have <laughs> the glorious Taylor Trash. Again, I think everyone had obvious reasons. Um, that girl... I don't know who she is. I once or twice. <laughs> everyone, like everyone knows that girl. Uh, we had the vicar's daughter for the king contributions, obviously mainly in the Manchester area. Tia for just always supporting all communities, yeah. and the lovely Tracy, who was last on the list alphabetically, but first on the list for votes. So <laughs> nice guys finished last. Tracy finishes first. I like it. It's good. It's nice to see that there was some king representation in there because it's the fact of yeah, like yeah. you know I'm so glad uh, Adam All won the Pink News Drag Artist of the Year award. I think it was Pink News's one, and it's just this yeah, idea because we need a lot more like respect and representation for like drag kings. Absolutely, Amazing. some of my absolute favorite work artists that work in, especially locally, are drag kings. Mm. Um, yeah, Joey Bambino, Cyro, A-Spectrum. Quick shout-out to those local artists. Absolutely love them. Yeah. Yeah. More, more Kings Keys. Rich Energy, of course. Yeah. Oh, yes. W- w- one thing I wanted to ask, Charcuterie, like, now, obviously, we mentioned it earlier, but you nominated Tracy for the award. Like, how did it feel finding out she won? Is it, like, I- I'm kind of expecting it's this kind of, like, oh, my God, that that's so amazing. And also... Never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> what What was lovely because I, I I also not not to sort of ruin things. I also suggested that girl for mm. for the award as well, and and was aware that she'd been nominated by the party. <laughs> well, because you were the two people who came to mind, um, and obviously I I I work very closely with that girl. I'm also very good friends with her. So I watched the process of towards the tail end of last year of her campaign for the Pink News Artist of the Year, which she shared with Adam Moore, which was gorgeous. I'm so pleased they picked two artists and I'm so pleased they picked those two artists. But it was this thing of watching this process and going when the when the nominations came out, going, I think I think this could happen. And Mm. so when when I put Tracy in and and the names came out, I went, you know what? What? Why not? I think this could happen. So I certainly went onto my several Instagram accounts and shared it and was like, right, let's <laughs> let's see what we can do. And Colchester mobilized. Uh, and and the community went, Yeah, fine. We get yeah, we see it. Yeah. And we agree and we're we're gonna back our girl. And that was lovely. So I was I was elated. It was gorgeous. Because the thing is, the the votes, Stu, they they weren't just from sort of like fans and drag fans or whatever. They were from local businesses, and that's the wonderful thing. You know, I genuinely think that's wonderful. Like, it's not just going, oh, it's your Instagram followers voting for you, or it's your mum or dad. You know, that's what we want. You know, I mean, I don't know how many parents you have, Tracy, babe, but it's like <laughs> I'm from the north. Um, we, yeah, I was conceived in here. a prison. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that's amazing. I didn't I didn't know about the words like actual like organizations and stuff as well. That's so lovely to hear. Yeah. Do we know who they are so they can sponsor me? Needs me wigs. Thanks for the vote, but I'd rather have your money. <laughs> <laughs> it's expensive, isn't it? The, the, uh, she the girl does coming to a pawn shop near you. <laughs> <laughs> Within our circles, Tracy is famously crap at taking ownership for success and taking credit. It, it like criminally humble, um, irritatingly so sometimes. Which is so it's lovely that she she can't refute this or or fob it off because it has to sit on the mantelpiece. <laughs> it's there, <laughs> constant reminder. Well, I'm going to break that chain now. 
And I'm going to ask you what has been your proudest achievement, obviously, other than the award, because uh, it's what's beautiful. Uh, but in the community, obviously, there's a reason you won the award. What would you say you're proudest of that you've done in the community in the last year? Um, in the last year? Or at all. I mean, you can go for both. Humble brag twice oh. and do both. <laughs> just, uh, um, I think uh, uh, I suppose seeing how big the scenes got here and knowing that a few years ago that didn't exist and at the risk of sounding like I'm, I'm, I'm uh, I've got an inflated sense of self I, I, I know I had a part in making that happen and, and growing the scene here little moments that stand out are things like organising the first Pride March down City Centre um, and seeing our community come together in such an amazing visible way of the people working here at the moment in drag I think I'm the first one and I really worked really hard to, to build that scene that, that, that kind of cabaret scene and find opportunities for people to perform and just and that's just going out there and going i uh can we put a show on here <laughs> and just like trying to make things make things happen for folk and uh and and give them i just think people sometimes just need an opportunity don't they and and that's how they discover how fabulous they are so you just kind of got to go go out there be brave and go let's make this thing happen come and get involved give it a go give it a whirl and then and then gradually that's that's become this massive scene that everyone's sort of taking taking the balls and Many balls now, and all the balls have been run with. Hang on, there's a sports metaphor here that I'm not really working with very well, there's but you know what I'm saying. Something about balls. There somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's, um, uh, but yeah, I think I think just that that kind of seeing that visibility happen in town, and and knowing that that in some way I've had I've had a part of that, uh, and being a bit of a connected tissue in those things. Mm. Um, I think I've, I think I've rambled. But I, I, you know what I'm saying. Hey, we went from science to sports there. I'm, I'm enjoying this ramble. <laughs> it does feel like maybe Colchester needed a bit of a revival, and it sounds very much like that's yeah. what you both managed to do. We've we've worked out. Yeah, there's. I think so. We start we started sort of. I'd say sort of 2017. I was co-running a a contemporary dance performance company with my friend, and then we we sort of. I've, I've always wanted to do drag. Drag's been something I did do as a in my late teens, early twenties, and it, I mean it's bad drag. It's really bad drag. <laughs> it's on my Instagram. I've got a look. Um, but we uh, we sort of branched out into doing cabaret work, and it, it just it, the response that we got from doing this big drag cabaret just it just said there was an appetite there for it, and and it's just been a case of trying to grow it from there, um, in conjunction with kind of Colchester Pride. Um, me shower to the trustees of Colchester Pride, and we also work at the Out House, which is the local LGBTQ plus services um, charity mm-hmm. in Colchester. So, trying to kind of bring all those things together and create lots of gorgeous cultural events for people to and it was, to come together and have. A it time. was very steady. Like, so we did we did yeah. that first. I can't believe that was twenty seventeen. That's gross. Um, but <laughs> yeah, we did that. We did it like a one night only. Let's see what happens, and then and then it was like okay, well. Well, maybe we'll go and do Culture to Pride, and we'll do we'll do one off there. And so it went from like an annual just appearance to now. I mean, there is there is a weekly drag night in Colchester, and that that's just one event. And then there's another that's a monthly, and then we've got a company that visits every six weeks. And mm-hmm. there was a there was one evening mid mid last year where we realised there were five different drag events running concurrently, mm-hmm. and they had all sold out. Wow, yeah, on one night, on on the same night, and because because we were like, oh god, there's going to be crossover, and it's like, I mean, this is not a big city, but it's the old adage of like, build it and they will come. I mean, mm. fingers <laughs> I crossed. I think it's quite nice to hear that it's like 
built up of different companies getting involved and different people getting involved to run separate events because that's kind of where i think some places kind of have an issue where the where one person will monopolize the scene and then suddenly it'll collapse that's kind of what happened with sunderland really i've tried i've tried so hard to to just rule this place with an iron fist but it's not working Because we, we we joke all the time because it's it seems like every other week we've got a new drag king or drag queen or drag artist pop up from somewhere and it's lovely because it means that that Colchester's proving to be a place where people want to work and create and and collaborate and and make things happen um, and can and can yeah and can then, and, and at so least you two some... then get time off like to then be part of the scene <laughs> i mean yeah but also there's only so many venues so if we need to calm down a little bit because there's always so many gigs it's wonderful we got we i've got to say we've got, i think the you know not to toot our own horn but i do think the caliber of artists that we have here in Colchester is pretty awesome. I'm really proud of the, you know, all the artists that we have here, the Kings, Queens and things. It's pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. They're all amazing. So what kind of things have you got planned for this year then? Well, we've got, um, so, God, <laughs> it's quite a few bits, haven't we? So Sharon and I have just um, taken on a residency at the Mercury Theatre in Colchester. And um, so we're doing a monthly cocktail cabaret, um, which is a, a gorgeous um, event at our local theatre it's in the bar it's a free event um it's a fully funded event so that people can 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 access um gorgeous lgbtq um performance work and uh that happens every month the whole idea about that is platforming um people who maybe from outside of town but also are kind of emerging artists in colchester as well uh and it's hosted by us two titting about and uh yeah. over time um, bequeathed to us by um bequeathed to us by flick and syro of the envy show <laughs> yeah Amazing. we have our kind of yeah they're fabulous absolutely fabulous we're sad that they, they've moved on to sort of doing more things in london but they're still very much a part of the culture scene and we uh we miss them do you find yeah. that but with we... being so you know being close to there that a lot of people are like oh i'm gonna have to move out of colchester in order to like seek my fame i don't know if that actually happens off i think it's just that i think that, it used um, to yeah I think and then they got to London, to. they were like, oh, fuck, there's tons of them. <laughs> well, and and they go, oh, God, London prices. I mean, I can't say that Colchester prices are too much cheaper than London prices. But, <laughs> yeah, I mean, what I am what I love about our community, and uh, but both sort of the, the smaller drag community and the wider LGBTQ plus community, is I think because of social media now, there is less necessity for large city queer hubs i think they're still very important but it used to be that in order to find other lgbtq plus people you'd have to go to the nearest big city yeah you'd have to go to london or manchester and that's why these places have got such huge scenes but people can find each other in different ways now and what's so glorious about colchester i mean i've i've lived here now oh god a hideous twitter like it, I don't, just the passage of time not too the time long, here is too long. 20 25 years i've been in yeah. colchester and the first 20 of those i didn't have a network i didn't have a community and then we sort of you know get talking to people through lockdown or start just hearing about stuff and and so what's gorgeous now is people we're finding we've had at least two couples have told us they've moved to colchester from elsewhere because they've heard about the scene 
that's oh, magic. That's beautiful. Like, that's lovely that's amazing. Long may it continue. And it, it, it feels quite a varied scene, which, which is what I love now. We're, yes, we've got lots of dragon, we've got lots of performance, and we've got that kind of nightlife side of things, but we also have um, a rugby team. We have an LGBT rugby team, um, the Colchester Kings. We've got a fantastic community choir. Um, what else have we got, Sean? We've got a book okay, club. We've got, I mean, just Colchester Pride itself, we run movie nights and we've yeah. got games nights because, you know, I, I think when you're in the city and there's a lot of emphasis on nightlife, there is a, there is a big pattern between substance abuse or alcoholism and the community because of that lean and so what's been really special is actually there's a whole there's a whole section of our community who never need to worry about engaging with that nightlife because there's plenty of stuff going on that is disconnected from it yeah Hmm. that i think that's great because we do as a thing say oh well how do you get with the gay community oh well you have to go to the pubs you have to go out drinking kind of thing and it leads into that kind of culture whereas at least you're going hey you can be gay and read books <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> specifically gay books they have to be oh absolutely, absolutely you know the pages need to be stuck together it needs to be at least some kind of velour binding on it you know there are rules I suspect. And this, it, it is bonkers. There's, we've got um, a local artist called Serena Hart, who's a drag queen who does la- drag life drawing classes, and like you know things like that. Mm. So it's it's, it's the, the scope is really it's really broad, and it feels like there's something happening, pre- you know, all, all the time. It's something it, happening. It feels a little bit sometimes like we're we're like, hey, do you like a? <laughs> well, what about gay a? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what about this thing? But queer, what? and then it just happens. What's that meme from ages ago? Hey, I hear you like such and such. Well, what about such and such? <laughs> hey, you like it's gay? Very, you like pizza? Loud. What about gay pizza? Yeah. <laughs> so, so a Hawaiian? You mean a Hawaiian? That's it. <laughs> oh, I love Hawaiian. I, Hawaiian hey, is a gay pizza. I just like, I we love feed our fellas it. pineapple for a reason. <laughs> oh, we all enjoy a meat feast, I suspect. Hi. <laughs> okay. I forgot where we're going. Uh, yeah, are we gonna <laughs> see we got a meat feast instead <laughs> I I kinda like the idea of just like seeing what the most obscure gay club you can have is like sort of gay chess club or whatever. There's gotta be like a gay Easy Gay, gay Christians. Gay gay chess club. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> gay chess club doesn't work because everyone wants to be the queen. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, just gay chess. To be fair, I have gay often, chess is checkers. I, after after mm. being on oh. Grinder, I've often ended up walking like the knights in chess. You know, where it's a bit sort of <laughs> two steps forward, one slumping to the side. You know, <laughs> I've never been on Grinder. You're not listening. Am I not? No. We didn't have it back in my day. We just used to send like carrier pigeons to each other. And stuff. <laughs> yeah, we don't. I never had all that. Does the carrier pigeon? They just the, the guy receives it and he just sort of takes the little note off its leg and unrolls it carefully and just opens it and it just says face pick question mark. <laughs> <laughs> it just says W Y D. Yeah. And because we're homosexuals, instead of carrier pigeon. Jen, you mean parrot. Flamingo. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine flamingos. Just this, the, the, the city's swamped by flamingos. They're like, we're going to have to make an app for this. Parrot if you're a top, flamingo if you're verse, and a peacock if you're a bottom. <laughs> oh, my God. 
<laughs> We've cracked it. I'm making a new dating app. That's amazing. Oh, yeah. Is that the new hanky code? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Just with a lot of birds. <laughs> Nobody wants to get a robin. You don't want to get a robin. No, no. <laughs> That's my husband's name. Oh, yeah, it is. My husband's name. I'm happy with the robin. No matter what you send out, you end up with a puffin. <laughs> <laughs> Look, as long as the bird that turns up at my door isn't yellow, I'm happy. Because we all know what yellow means. Well, we were joking about this because it's Stu's birthday party soon. And are you deliberately doing the hanky code? Because you're saying everyone needs to wear a bandana and everyone's kind of fallen into doing the gay hanky code and then being like what is safe but like what can, what colors are you allowed to wear you know <laughs> well, i just i set it up because i usually wear a bandana so i thought oh what a funny way to do a birthday i'll just make everyone look like me it's really easy it's like two pound on amazon <laughs> however now that people remind me that it's a hanky code because it really did not actually cross my mind at the time i'm a very good gay person as you can tell um the idea <laughs> that some of the non-gay friends that are going to be there might be coming in certain colors of bandana is going to be quite amusing that's delightful. Because oh. mm-hmm. oh, they'll have no clue. Like, unless, well, unless they're a really good ally and they're educated, which is a good yeah. reason to be friends with no, them. No, you, you should print a guide. Print a guide for as yeah. they walk in so they can be horrified, but also not want to disrespect your birthday. I've, I've actually just Googled yeah. it because I was thinking, I was going like, well, I was going to wear purple. What does that mean? And apparently purple means piercing. Oh. Uh, oh. Uh, and red was my backup color, which... Uh, I think I, uh, yeah, you don't you don't want to be red. <laughs> That's it. I, I I am actually wearing red though. That's the problem. Are you wow. It's not a good it's not a good choice for the code. You do want the hanky gift, code though. So long as you don't put it in your pocket, like that's that's when exactly. it really counts, isn't it? Is, is it left pocket receive, right pocket give? I think so. No, other way oh, no, around. Right, right other way around. If it's on right. the left, you're I'm glad top. I double checked. It's on the right, you're a bottom. Do you hold on. Does well, you put it in your mouth? Do you need multiple? It depends on what you're this. doing. Do you need multiple hankies? Is this some kind of hanky con? Just well, stick like, it, you just stick it in the middle of your crack. <laughs> <laughs> just staple it on. Just fly right over. Forget drag con. We're doing hanky con next year. Oh my god, hanky con would be hilarious. I mean, actually, I would go. Isn't that? Isn't that just fetish pride? Yeah, well, it's just drag gun if you check grinder when you're there. No, I, I did. My phone exploded. So <laughs> it literally breaks the internet. It's wild. Oh god. But yeah. So yeah. speaking of drag con, now ironically, we touched on it earlier. We couldn't actually present the award directly to Tracy at drag con because hold on, let's do this again. Like, wh- why couldn't Tracy be there, Charcuterie? Um. So, you know, we said, we just talked about this uh, residency we've taken over. Mm. Well, that was the first night of us hosting it. So <laughs> I just bailed on that to be at DragCon. Um, and as it turns out, I was available. But she uh, she was busy. I was a bit um, more committed than that. Yeah. Decided to go through. <laughs> yeah, it's like... Our <laughs> I still love the idea that, you know, like you win an award for community service and then you're too busy being of service to the community to actually accept the award it's it's you know it's beautiful it's you know i think it's when when we found out that you weren't there we were just like what the fuck how do we do this but then also kind of <laughs> but then also kind of that's kind of a wonderful little story really thinking about it yeah i was really good, sad to not not be there but i was at the time i found out i was uh, uh, team teaching a uh, drag workshop mm. at the time and uh, so it's a really lovely uh, lovely time to find out because i was with all these lovely people so yeah it was um 
It was a lovely surprise, but it was sad not to meet you. And uh, so I'll just be there <laughs> next year, won't I? We, I'll have to, uh, have to, well, have to find better. Well, what's in a drag workshop? Like, could you talk us through uh, this? Like, is it for kids? Mm-hmm. Is it for people who, you know... So this one, the one that we're doing currently, it's again at uh, the Mercury Theatre, who've been an amazing support to the community over the last couple of years. So it's myself and um, my partner in crime, um, Sugar Paper, who I started drag with back in the day and uh she's she's wonderful and we um we work together to basically create a space where people can come in and use drag as a way of finding confidence finding community sort of leaving the baggage at the door come in and have a little play be creative stick on a wig make a, an outfit out of a bin bag and uh do a little uh, sassy walk around the room and a little bit of dancing and a bit of lip syncing and, and just use drag as a tool to kind of come together it's not necessarily one of those things where people are going to come out there ready to go on drag race or ready to go on stage and perform it's more about using drag as a way of of um of building confidence and and losing your inhibitions and and uh and that's what we're seeing because we get a lot of come back uh, month after month and sort of saying that they that that's their space to kind of be silly and expressive and that's because that's what drag is for me it's my little happy place where i can be an absolute twat and be silly and knock and uh it's basically tracy's down without the baggage is what i always say so i want that people other people to feel that and so i mean sugar quit these these uh workshops so that people can just feel free because that's what drag is isn't it so rare freedom. that as adults we are given permission to play um yeah. and and uh, so I, I i love escape rooms because that's a, that's a place in which i'm allowed to just play and explore and imagine and then when i started drag i was like oh okay that that's what yeah. this does for people yeah I, I, I just think drag's magic i really do um it's just joy it's just silly and well it, obviously it's it can be many things kind of obviously there is it can be political and it can be uh you know it can be um thought-provoking and all those things but but i think for me what I love about it is just that sense of just being stupid and it being okay to be stupid and to, to lark around and to make it, make a bit of a mess and make a bit of a, a dick of yourself. And that's okay. That's all part of it. And we're so worried about how we, how we come across all the time. Aren't we? And we're always so worried about the rules and that, and that drag just says, don't, don't worry about that. Just, just be you have, have a laugh. I, I think all it's because it's like, I, I, I see it very much the same way where it's like this surgical, saw like through society like through the expectations of society where it's like so extreme like as males you know where we are kind of told very much by society oh you've got to be into this you've got to be lads 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 you've got to be you know you've got to start a family you've got to dress like these these are the colors you're allowed to wear and stuff and then obviously as a gay man you sort of try to get away from it but drag is like this sort of okay let's just skip the boring middle bit and just jump straight to the fuck you know expectations of society fuck the rules and people find themselves like you're saying like people people realize that when they have a when they can be a character they go hey if i wasn't me what kind of things would i want to say oh it would be Mm. this and and then when you see it opening up from people doing it for the first time who kind of suddenly because of a fucking wig because of a fucking wig and because of some Primark makeup, I'm suspecting, uh, you know, from no working by examples in Newcastle. Um, the they can suddenly be a different person, and they can suddenly say yeah. things, and you know, accept situations like being up on stage in front of people that they couldn't normally. It's mm-hmm. it's beautiful. Yeah, it's lovely that permission just to be whatever, and there's no more rules. Yeah, just 
have a giggle. It's gorgeous. <laughs> so obviously, hopefully next year you'll be attending DragCon and be ready to hand over the girl trophy to the next person who gets it. Is there any early predictions or anybody who you have in mind who could stand a chance? Um, ooh. Also, I'm going to add to this. Uh, who would you nominate for it? Ooh. Oh, who would I nominate for it? That's a really tough one. It's, I mean, I have to, I, I'm, my head's very much on local local artists yeah. in terms of people here, um, because that's kind of the my, my, my little world. Just close your ears for a second, Shah. Shah does amazing work here and deserves recognition. And um, I know, I know you hate it when I say these things. Uh, we've got so many local artists that, that would, would deserve that award. I mean, you put me on the spot. You should have told me this earlier and I would have had a little thinky think. All the people that were on the list year, just this year, stick them back on next year because they were all fabulous. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll, we'll give Ched a oh, you can camp- chance. We'll go on. You can Ched campaign for charcuterie and do hashtag keep it in Colchester. Oh, I love that. <laughs> that, that also sounds like Let- a tagline for Grinder, doesn't it? Well, it does. It really does. <laughs> May I? Um, I've, got a, I've got an answer that I know Tracy would jump on. And well, then I've got another answer that's oh, a little further afield from us. I've got one. I've just got one as well. Yeah. You'll probably be seeing the same person as me. Go on. Joey Bambino. Fabulous. I, I'd say Joey Bambino. Joey Bambino is a wonderful drag king based in Southend. Does an incredible amount of work for Southend on Sea Pride. And has, for the longest time, just worked incredibly hard to be visible uh, mm. as, a, as a trans man in his community. Mm. Um, has been supportive to so many people around him. He's a w- wonderful and on top of all that, funny as fuck. It's brilliant. Like it's just brilliant. A joy yeah. to perform with. Um, the one slightly further afield uh, would be Fat Butcher of Birmingham, <laughs> because just the difference she's made to so many people in terms of accessing the scene there. Mm. Um, the work she's done with her local pride, but also with her local community, um, the amount of initiatives that she's started to to make drag and queerness and LGBTQ plus events accessible is very much inspiring. Yeah, admirable work. Great mm. shouts. Yeah, I, I t- definitely. Joey's a, Joey's incredible and genuinely the most hilarious act in the world. If you haven't had a chance to see Joey, please make the effort to because he's he's amazing. Uh, shout out as well to uh, Kenzie Blackheart in Chelmsford, um, who runs Hot House Drag and gives lots of opportunities for up-and-coming drag artists all year round. So they're really fabulous as well. Oh, there's so many, isn't there? We could be here all day. <laughs> this is the problem. It's the idea of just like, when you know people that are good, you tend to know lots of people. You rarely tend to be like, oh, this is the only decent person in this whole bloody city. You know, when you're part of a community, you're like, oh, what day of the week is it? Who's good today? (laughs) (laughs) They're all great. I look look forward to about three, four years' time when this award just becomes a battle of cities each year. (laughs) It's like, right, this year we're going to put so-and-so in, and then it's like representing Brighton. It's this person. And then Brighton all fight over it and yeah, I think that'd be great. I think it'd be amazing. We then you could have a final that was like a sort of drag off between two cities. And I don't quite know how Ooh. a drag off works, but it sounds like a creature from the Lord of the Rings. But we'll work it out. <laughs> We've got four years until the the planets align and the prediction comes true. So we will be the version of Drag Race where the queens involved live in the city where they're represented. <laughs> what? what? That's crazy <laughs> talk, Glenn. You mean actually having people who have performed in Newcastle appearing representing Newcastle? 
on Drag Race. <laughs> It'll never happen. Hey, that happened in season three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she got booted off halfway bloody through. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so so charcuterie, you spent your weekend with Electra Fence, and that's where I got this fabulous sticker off you that now lives on my phone case. <laughs> yeah, I, love it. I love how I went. I went to the booth. You know, you're you're helping out Electra Fence at a booth, and I was like, yeah, yeah, this this merch is great, but I want the charcuterie egg sticker you know? <laughs> well, i mean that's because it comes free i know i know the sort I, I was identifying people i'm like who doesn't want to spend money right i'll give them my sticker it'd be fine but oh, that's so cursed um Stu is holding up my sticker to the camera and it's so cursed um <laughs> I, I was laughing actually i was on um, another podcast i was on uh the other day i was mentioning how wonderful it was that i was stuck in the press room for 99 percent of dragcon because I saved so much money on merch because I barely got any time to go around the booths. Otherwise, I would have been like, oh, yeah, it's just another T-shirt. Oh, just another poster. It's oh, just a pin badge. And then I would have been like hundreds of pounds lighter. <laughs> Sorry, Glenn. Sorry. Um, yeah. Anyway, did you have a fun time with Electrofence across the weekend? I had a gorgeous time. It was it was really, really lovely. Um, it, It's just... Like so, I've I've known Electra since 2020, um, just before we met, just before lockdown, and back when she had a different drag name, which I will not reveal because she'll kill me. But <laughs> oh, sort of, really? Really, right off camera, off camera. Before the rebrand, before the rebrand, <laughs> I knew her, and she 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 was always fantastic energy. She was always it like just true, truly a pocket rocket. But what's been gorgeous is helping her and Copper because I helped Copper last year, but. What's lovely is lovely people come to see them. And I'm not making a judgment about any other cues because I didn't work with any other cues. Mm. But every yeah. single person who came to say hi or meet Lecky and, and Copper and like these are, it's reflective of the person. And I, yeah. I, I think that there's no sort of higher point of like praise than to not have a single dickhead in your queue. Like mm. you got to be doing something right That's if everyone is a queue, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> well well as i said tracy wasn't there that weekend so sure. <laughs> but yeah i had an amazing time and it yeah it was an absolute joy um it's really really nice to just enjoy drag and see other people who enjoy drag because i, yeah. I was talking with taylor trash about it and the, the wonderful thing about DragCon especially is like we all get to catch up with each other because you don't yeah. really. If if you do it, if if your job's going extremely well, you're bouncing from lineup to lineup or night to night, and you don't actually get to chat with anyone. Yeah. And so, just having a weekend to sort of piss about and and cause chaos. I mean, as especially the Brummy scene tend to do each <laughs> dragcon, um, is gorgeous. It was really good fun. The thing that I loved about Electra because I I didn't I knew Electra from the show, like you know I sort of saw her on the show, but then like. She and Teresa became really good friends. And so I'd sort of heard a lot about Electra through Teresa. And I was a bit worried about meeting her because I was just like, oh, what if she's like, you know, a dickhead or something or what if, like, you know, they're not actually that nice. And then they are just the most wonderful, genuine person, like to the almost to a fault of just how no filter she is. And it's the most hilarious thing. If you watch the interview that we did with 
just May and Electra because Electra decided oh, that she'd been waiting long enough for an interview and interrupts the just May one at the end, being like, no, no, finish this. I want my interview. And it was just that that seeing her at her booth with you where she was getting a birthday present, because obviously DragCon on the Sunday, was it? Was her birthday? Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the, the fact that her fans were coming along and giving her birthday presents and the reaction from her was so sincere and so genuine and so happy that like a random fan had brought her like some cake or like but i was there for the sausage rolls there was a, a guy who basically oh brought along a pack of greg's sausage rolls and electro was like yeah i i've not found someone so immediately endearing as electro i think i think she's someone who is doing it right like you know, we we everyone has different thoughts about the show. Particularly, every drag performer has different thoughts about the show, and I think all of those thoughts are valid, and I respect all of those thoughts. But ultimately, we can't deny that it affords people who get on it uh, a, a chance at a bigger platform. Mm. How, wherever you place, however you do, and what's been magic about Electra is she. I don't feel she has taken in any way that that platform for granted. She has gone right. Well, with the voice that I've got. I'm going to, so she works, does a lot of work with Scope, which is a disability charity. She's even been and spoken in Parliament twice about disability issues. They're not all doing that. And I say that not to diminish anyone else, but just to sort of highlight quite how remarkable her approach and, and the lack of taking for granted, I feel, her approach to, to the platform that, that shows afforded her has been. Yeah. I think it's this idea of like realizing that when you have a platform, you can do things with it and you can change the world using it. Absolutely. Whether whether that's changing the world for a huge demographic or changing the world for an individual. There's a gorgeous, there's a gorgeous, gorgeous phrase which I kept thinking of as I was wandering around DragCon from a musical called Titler Show. And uh, the the phrase is, I'd rather be nine people's favourite thing than a hundred people's ninth favourite thing. <laughs> and and I think what's gorgeous about DragCon is it it offers up an opportunity for people to find those people who are their favourite thing. Yeah. It's it's wonderful. I mean, I'm going to use my platform for evil. So I'm going to try and be like Natch. the, the gay Saruman, maybe. <laughs> but <laughs> Hey, that was Sarah, earlier. Sarah Many Men. So, yeah, so, <laughs> Sarah still working oh, through the yeah. list. Uh, that is that is your grinder profile (laughs) (laughs) you were very excited by it (laughs) hey glenn back to to your question glenn sorry (laughs) (laughs) 10 years later (laughs) no um we'll move on to stew's next bit okay sorry absolutely (laughs) brilliant really really good who's who does everyone want to see at dragcon next year if you could choose one person would you want to see them Oh, I think you already know my answer, Stu, and yeah, I've me. got a strong feeling that you will be there. <laughs> Mine's Ooh. Miss Banji. Oh, oh, I would love to meet them to a press capacity. Like I met them once at their gig um, that they did in Newcastle like, years ago, but to actually like, be able to be in the press room, like I can see what I want here and no one's timing me. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, hey. I will argue with them people. <laughs> I've got a top three in order of preference. Ooh. I'll, Ooh, I'll go. I'll She's go from, from one. I've just just off the top of my head. Number one, Bob the Drag Queen. Yes, oh, always. Oh yeah. Always. Number two, Sasha Valor. Oh, 
Yes. And then number three, charcuterie with her own booth. <laughs> uh, <laughs> two of those are realistic. One of those is charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> I've got money. <laughs> to be fair, I don't think you could give away the the egg stickers uh, if you had your own booth. I think, I um, think a think pound can. each. Maybe a pound there each. Nothing. <laughs> this is what I was saying to someone the other day. Like, and it's bizarre because my favorite thing is to interview people that you don't know that well, because then you kind mm. of find out more, and it kind of is more of a lovely journey. Uh, so mm. I'm kind of like going, I just like it being people I don't know. Like the the more queens that I'm like going, hey, mm. I don't know that much about you. Let's find out. Like that's kind of what I like. But obviously, Sasha Valor would be uh, wonderful. We're getting to interview her. On when she's doing her UK tour, aren't we? Yes, we are. Ah. Which which should so be excited. wonderful. But uh, I love that that was my thing. I was just like, I was just like, um, oh my god, I'm getting to interview Sasha Velour. I'm so excited. And then Cherise is just like, I'm supporting her. And you're just like, oh fuck <laughs> off. Can I have one thing? You know, you want three fucking episodes or something? <laughs> she's <on> like seven. <laughs> well, yeah, but, you know, let's just let's not quibble about well, the amount of episodes. whole new series now. She's get, you'll have to get her oh, back on. Piss. Oh, no, she's, she's not coming back again. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, another one I wouldn't mind seeing is possibly Adam All doing a boy box booth. Oh yeah, I think there's like, talk online of this. Wow. There's several that things you've said. Camp. Let's club together and buy a booth. And I'm like, there's no rule against it. Like, I'm yeah. not being funny. Mm-hmm. Dragcon would absolutely accept your money. <laughs> yeah, well, the Spanish queens all had a booth together, like four yeah. of them. Yeah, I, I think, like, that's oh, I think we need to normalize this. We need to know because obviously it is expensive getting a booth at DragCon. Yeah. Like if you haven't yeah. actually mm. been just on the show. And I think we need to do that because I think we need more King representation. And that would be the perfect way of doing it. We could definitely do a fundraiser or something for this. I, work, like, let's, I worked it let's out. Let's get them there, you know? I mean, if if obviously you've got to pay to decorate and all that sort of stuff. But if you have a very basic setup, given the cost yeah. of it, I think if you got eight kings together and gave them each a two-hour slot across the two days, mm. it's £200. Yeah. £200 mm, each. So easy. now I'm, I'm going, oh, maybe I should sort up like a, a local... A local... Colchester gig... Oh yeah, let's do it! <laughs> oh my god, with with the with the reigning girl award queen, <laughs> mm. then we can make a yeah. big fuss out of it. At least we can we make can sure just you piggyback off your there, booth. Tracy, you know? <laughs> we'll just piggyback off your booth, booth and there's no risk for us. <laughs> exactly. There we go. Tracy, who would you want to see there if you turn up this oh, time? Uh, I'm gonna turn up. I'm gonna wear the award as a headpiece. It's gonna be like a big thing. Um, who would like to see? Uh, just think about people I love. So I love GGB. Oh, I'd love to see GGB. Um, someone who I think, I dare say, gets a little bit forgotten, but I just think they're amazing visually is Acid Betty. Mm. Um, I, just, mm. I, I just think they're the most incredible artist to just visually. Just and she makes you look young. She certainly does. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth Bianca, of course. Bob. Yeah. Oh. Um, a little bit of Bob. Casper, Tricky, the usual. Cat, you would be good. Oh, her Cassie booth would be stacked, though. You'd never get anyone new. I'd want Denali to come back because I, I meant yeah. to go meet Denali and I didn't get a chance to. Same. We, we missed out on that one in the press room because we were doing like six other ones in a row at the time and Denali was in there we're like, want to do that one but we've already lined up these ones I did, that, <laughs> Can was we the, do them all? that was the nightmare though it was the fact of like next year we're like maybe we should get more mics because it mics. was just like we could only do one interview at a time and then we were like 
bollocks you know like when you when you literally have two queens that you really want to interview and they're on opposite well sides babes room, if like, you oh. need a guest roving reporter <laughs> to be fair you'll be too busy in your booth you've got a booth you'll be fine that's no you're right yeah. i i have egg stickers to sell you do <laughs> that's <laughs> it a poundy please make little egg cups bring bring charcuterie <laughs> egg cups as limited edition i will buy them oh, i don't no. even like <laughs> eggs you could, you could do i don't whole eat thing eggs where you decorate the eggs so, like, you know, we could do it where you just have loads of eggs and people get to decorate them and stuff. It'd be Aww. fun. And then the winning one, and then I'll draw one out and do a makeup look. <gasps> yeah, cool. It sells oh, itself. It sells I, itself. I say makeup before Tracy. That requires skills in makeup, though, Charles. Stu, <laughs> 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 who would you like to see? I, I at the minute, so I have I have three. Um, and it, they're probably going to be there because the season's air and current. I need to see Nymphia win because I'm fucking obsessed. Hmm. That is the oh. most the makeup, the fashion, oh. and just funny, like perfect. Yeah. Dawn, because yeah. I've ne- I'm obsessed with Dawn, and then I would really, really like to see Tracy Paper there this year. Oh, she's great. <laughs> she's all right. I just kind of want to see if she turns because I heard know. she retired. <laughs> she should. <laughs> she's knackered. She's knackered. She probably should be retiring at some time. Nah, she'll be there. I think I'll, I'll, I'll make it happen. We all should. To be fair, we all should retire. <laughs> I'll remind. I'll remind her the date when it when they announce them. Yeah, give yes. me. Give me. You know what I'm like. So yeah, about ten months notice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That's about so, how much you books the hotel in advance. <laughs> do you know what we saved about a grand and a half by book? It was great. Yeah, it was lovely. We watched the we watched the prices gradually go from like oh it shot up ten percent, twenty percent, three hundred percent. I was like ah. Oh. Glad I book that in. So for the end of the podcast, um, let's play a, a sort of a little game. It's not quite a game in the traditional sense. We're not putting it against each other. It's the final. But I'm going to ask you each a question. I'm going to give Tracy an advantage because she's already told me that she needs thinking time. Um, so I'll ask you first. You're going to get the same same question to each of you. Though. Um, so, Shaw, if you had a global stage and you can create a gig that the whole world will see, you can only invite four fellow drag artists along with yourself. It's your game. Who would you introduce to the world? Think Super Bowl numbers. Like these, these four artists are going to be seen. That's the straight See, reference for anyone. That's dead tricky because that's so hard. I, I, I could just go for like three or four drag best mates, but actually, no shade. I think you know I'll, I'll take a lot of that glory for myself, <laughs> and then I'll find people who also should be seen Cyro is the first Cyro drag king um incredible artist taught me that lip syncing can move people as well as just be camp and funny incredible me the queen the mother of london in my opinion um has had a child on every season of drag race ever uh, in <laughs> yeah. the uk i would also say crip ladywood from birmingham who is brilliant king, hysterical, turning looks, and also just pla- it'd be wonderful to to give um a disabled performer a platform like that. It's, it's fantastic. He's brilliant. So that's three. Is it four including me or excluding me? Four excluding you. You okay, get to so be I, there plus I'll I'll host, that's I, fine. I, I was um, liking the idea that you just weren't there. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, you know, I wouldn't be there. I'm just well, watching I'm at home clapping along. I'm like, oh this is well good. Um <laughs> So Cyro and Dosa Cat. Good choice. Dosa Cat, because I don't get how that's not already a thing. I don't get how she's not already global. So Cyro, 
Crip Lady Woods, Dosa Cat, and me, the Queen. Yeah, that's a great. Now you've got to beat that, Tracy. You've got to beat that. You've had time to think. <laughs> uh, so, what we're in the Super Bowl, are we? Is this what's happening? Pre- pretty much, like. Think, think same thing. same kind of numbers. You can have the biggest arena you want. We're just basically replacing Beyonce. Okay, well that's I mean sure that seems like it's likely going to happen. So um, I'll um, <laughs> I would if I got to that point, I would want to share that stage with the people who were with me from the start. So I would want so to not to copy Shah, but I would want Cyro uh, drag, uh, drag thing. I would want Flick the drag queen. Um, because these are my what I can consider my close drag family. I'd want Sugar Paper because we started it together, uh, me and her. Um, Shah didn't pick me, so I'm not going to choose Shah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the division at <laughs> <in> the beginning. <laughs> um, Shah can be waiting in the wings for, and then can come on with with her for. Uh, I'll do the so curtain. Do the, I'll do the curtain. Yeah. So if I'm not having Shah, the other person who's always been with me sort of from the start has been Kenzie Blackheart. So, um, so for me, it would be about local Essex kings and queens getting up there and, and showing the world what we do because we do it great in Essex. Yeah, that's amazing. What if we'll they... do is we'll get a full list of all of those uh, queens from you, it, you know, including the lesser known ones, and we'll put them in the description so that people that's... can find their various Absolutely. Instagram and whatnot. If those people listen, I, I would also have picked you, but I already prefaced it by saying I wasn't picking just local favourites and that I'd go for people that... So, yeah. hi, love you, bye. <laughs> and, okay. And the Thank caveat is that I would I would have chosen all Shards as well, but I only had four. But if we were to extend it, I would be, you know, I'd choose all you guys too and all that. <laughs> They'll get comp tickets for the show, it's fine. They can come yeah, up. it'd be great. No, okay, no, I really like those selections, but no, I think it's a nice little spot to end it here now. Thank you so much for being on the show, Tracy Paper and Charcuterie. Is there anything that you'd like to promote while you're here, Tracy? Um, a few things, yeah, sure, if that's okay, thank you. Um, so me, obviously, uh, if anyone wants to follow me on Instagram, that'd be nice. Um, Tracy underscore Paper underscore UK, please follow also Colchester Pride. Um, we do lots of fabulous things. Uh, we've got an amazing committee. Big shout out to those guys who are gorgeous people working really hard for the community. And um, the Outhouse, which is our local LGBTQ plus charity. Um, please come and support them too. And Shah? Uh, I will echo what Tracy has said. Please feel free to follow me at Charcuterie, S-H-A-R-C-O-O-T-E-R-I-E. It's like the me, only not spelt the same. Uh <laughs> And depending on when this goes out, so cut this if it goes out after this, I have got a show at the Union Theatre on the 16th of February, and it's my first sort of venture into doing a solo show in London. I'm working with a very good friend who is a a pianist. We are taking queer classics and turning them into a, a new sort of queer songbook in the style of like swing and jazz. It's going to be daft, it's going to be silly, and it's going to be, it's going to happen. That, that Those are the only things I can guarantee. Uh, so if you're about, just hop onto my Instagram, it's in there. Otherwise, just support queer causes and queer people, because why not? No, that sounds absolutely fantastic. No, thank you so much for being on the show. And once again, congratulations, Tracy Paper, on winning the Oh, the Girl Award 2023. <laughs> uh, thought of Stew, is there anything that you'd like to mention? Oh, Christ. Um, 
watch all of our lovely drag con interviews. Uh, they yes. are on YouTube. There are little clips of them floating about on the other social media. Uh, we will be covering Hadrian's Cup. We will be Hadrian. Hadrian Cup. Sorry. <laughs> we will be covering <laughs> Hadrian. If you put an S in. We'll be covering Hadrian Cup uh, later in the year. We've got Totally Drag. We've got Sasha Valor that we're covering. Uh, there are various other things that can't be spoken about just yet, but it's going to be a very active year um, for girls. Is all mm. I will say. So give us a follow. Jim Bunny Glenn. I am going to be playing Hadrian Cup this year, so hey. look out for that. Yeah, no, I didn't get to play last year because I was organising it. It's horrible. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, what else am I doing? I'm trying to think. No, just follow me on my social media. Um, it's at Glenn underscore K underscore H. Going to be starting a sewing class next month, my new one, which is going to be a pattern reading and dressmaking. So, you know, if you want to see what creations come out of that, that will be fun and camp. And yeah, we'll wing it from here. <laughs> Ah, yes. And of course, with me, you can follow me at The Velvet Snatch uh, or TheVelvetSnatch.com because that hasn't been updated in ages because it the pile is too big now. The pile, the pile of updates is too big so that it will never, ever be tackled. So, you know. Uh, start so, again. Just start it all again. It's just, Burn I, it down. I, I've written them down on paper, what I need to put on there. And it's just going, oh, God, maybe maybe I just say I didn't do anything last year. But um, I've found if your piles get too big, you just pop a cream on it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and obviously I will be covering Newcastle Drag Idol 2024 with my show Snatch Talk on my YouTube, which unsurprisingly is The Velvet Snatch. Can you believe that? I'm so original. So yes, uh, tune in for all of that. Uh, it will be coming out in the week after each live uh, session of the week. And I think that's it. So thank you everyone who's tuned in and thank you Tracy Paper and Charcuterie for being guests. No thanks to you, Stu or Glenn. See you next time. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Ooh, 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 ooh.